Hey everyone, so as some of you know, I made a video recently analyzing Steven Seagal's Aikido to deem it effective or not effective. And just recently, a friend of mine, he went to Moscow to participate in Steven Seagal's seminar. And he got in touch with him, not only on the map, but also he had a chance to go to a special dojo owner's uh, meeting. So a lot of interesting things he had to share. And also some of the conclusions I came to, a few of them uh, proven to, uh, proved to be wrong, or at least one in particular. So I wanted to make sure I clear my name and just uh, give you give a nod to where I made a mistake. That aside as well, I was uh, excited to hear some of the thoughts Steven Seagal has to share and his outlook uh, on Aikido and how he is actually interested in modernizing it as well. So many interesting things. And thus I decided to invite Alex, uh, my friend who, was, who went to the seminar, uh, for a recorded talk so he could share all of his experience from the Steven Seagal seminars. That's the intro to the studio. I hope you will like it. And without further ado, I let you go to the recording. So I'll make this a bit formal by saying hi. <laughs> Hello again. Uh, good to have you here, Alex. Good, good to see you. Uh, so uh, it's um, probably not many people will know uh, because we haven't really, I, I filmed a video in your dojo, but you weren't on the camera. So probably not a lot of people yet will know about you. So maybe you can tell before we get to the Steven Seagal seminar and all your experience, maybe you can say, share a bit of about your background. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, I'm Alex Jen. Um, uh, I've been doing Aikido now for about, uh, well, uh, over 10 years. Um, I've got my own club in West Yorkshire in, in the UK. Um, I've, I've done several other martial arts as well. When I was younger, I did uh, a lot of karate. Um, although that doesn't really play much into what I, what I do nowadays. Um, I've done a, quite a bit of HEMA as well. So particularly with weapons, that's, that's my main interest. Um, the style of Aikido we do, although we're uh, affiliated with Aikikai, um, we're Iwama style, so uh, we do a lot of weapons. Um, so that's that's our main focus on what we do. Nice. And you run a dojo? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I got kind of thrown into it. Um, my mm. he um, uh, he moved uh, moved away. Although we're still in contact, um, I kind of took it over from him. And um, yeah, I've, I've been running that for. Um, several years now, um, and it's, well, it's still going. It seems to be going well. Um, yeah. we, we we tend to um, we we tend to divide up a lot of the classes in in the sense that you know we'll still do a lot of the traditional side in terms of uh, you know the, the weapons and the body techniques, but then uh, we also have a cross training session on a um, on a weekend where we'll you know we'll bring in other other martial arts and other other things, other ideas. And we do a lot of sparring weapons. Nice. Cool, cool. Well, just so that people would know, I'll say that we've met uh, at least actually now a few times. We went, we met once when I was training, uh, doing some kind of self-defense training in Leeds. That's when we went for a coffee and got to know each other. You visited my dojo when I was still running yeah. because you were going to, you're doing like an Aikido trip through Europe. Yeah, right? that's and uh, and then you invited me to do the Ukemi seminar, which I promoted on my channel, and that was a really nice experience. That was really great. So so yeah, so people know that we did meet. It's not just a lot of times when I take interviews, 
and know the people only from <laughs> online. So it's nice that we know each other, not only online. So cool. Uh, well, there's a few different things I'll, I'll want to ask you and, and talk to you about, but one of the main subjects that we connected up through is you went to Steven Seagal's seminar, Aikido seminar, just a few days ago in Moscow, right? Is yeah. that true? Yeah, yeah, it was um, over this weekend, um, uh, the International uh, Budo Festival. Um, it was in Moscow uh, over from Friday till uh, Sunday, just gone. So, um, yeah, I just got back on, on Monday. Right. So, mm. so uh, you did write to me a uh, few messages, and that got me very much intrigued. And then we had the phone call and we spoke a little bit and then we decided we'll, we'll speak more in this conversation. Uh, but what, what, what came out very interesting, and it wasn't intentional, I knew you are going to go to the seminar. When, when I was visiting you in, in England, you mentioned about that. And I guess that, that maybe got that idea in my mind, but it, I didn't think about it consciously when I made the video just recently, a few days ago, uh, exploring. Steven Seagal's Aikido, obviously just for video. And it's in, in a way, it's a bit unfair. That's what I thought about after having a conversation with you because I, I didn't participate myself in that seminar. It would, have been, it would have made much better analysis. But then I looked from, I compared my experience and I looked at uh, various videos of Steven teaching and, um, and then I came to some conclusions. And personally, I'm always very open about my conclusions. I'm like, when I say something, I, I mean it only like, at best, like 70 or 80%. I always know that maybe I'm wrong, just not always say. And when you wrote to me about what you experienced in the seminar, I thought, oh, there's some things that probably I didn't got right. And I was so excited to talk about that uh, in this recording. So, so just to compare the notes and everything. And uh, so there's a bunch of things, but so maybe you could just say a few, maybe you can start by saying a few things which you were most uh, most impressed by or, or the, that kind of left you the biggest impression in the seminar? Um, I think the, um, uh, well, well, the first thing is obviously the, the, the first impression is that it's, um, it's the first, apart from like the ones that we've done locally, um, but a large seminar like that Aikido one, which is um, actually inviting other martial artists there as well. So just to bear in mind that it, although it was predominantly Aikido, um, there was a heavy Wing Chun aspect as well there. So there's a lot of Wing Chun practitioners mm -hmm. there. Uh, but they also had um, a representation from other uh, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, um, uh, uh, Sambo, um, Karate, other, other martial arts as well. So it, it was basically open to anyone who's a Dan grade or equivalent, because obviously not, not all... Um, uh, martial arts use um, okay so actually I, I didn't know that before so only black belts were uh, yes invited. it was it was it was only invited to yeah someone it, it was because the idea it was geared around um, instructors uh, mm. so it was not only black belts but primarily focused on instructors yeah well it was pre predominantly uh, black belts but we did actually have a mm. separate meeting which was just for for the instructors um, uh, where we were discussing um, uh, discussing a few things, but I think a lot of the the things that were covered 
it was geared geared at um, to take away and trying to work on work on these things because it wasn't something that was just going to be perfected that weekend. It was something that he wanted people to take away. So I think the biggest impression really was that first of all because I think it's it's quite a big. Um, a big step for um, particularly, you know, with Aikido, a lot of a lot of clubs are quite traditional. I mean, it, it's even even cross training with other styles of Aikido, sure. people have an issue with. So, let alone looking outside and looking at other other martial arts as well. I think I think that was a, a sort of really um, really good step. Um, so yeah, that that was I, I thought that was a, a good thing. And then obviously there was the other aspect, which was. Um, uh, which I know you'd mentioned, uh, touched on before about the um, uh, with the strikes and punches, and, and actually how a lot of Aikido styles, you know, they'll leave the punch just hanging out there mm-hmm. rather than um, retracting it back, and um, uh, that was something that was uh, addressed quite heavily. Actually, I'd say a lot of the seminar was actually focused around uh, around that aspect. Right. So it's it's actually something I learned. When I publish the video, I always go through comments searching for feedback. And there was one student, I don't think he was a direct student of uh, Steven Seagal, but he was a long-term, long-time student of some of his main uh, teachers that he, that he brought up. And uh, he, he agreed with most of the things I wrote, but one thing he specifically pointed out that even in the past, it appears that Steven Seagal would, would normally do the re- retracting punching, retracting, retracted punches which is unusual, uncommon in most Aikido dojos. Uh, so it's something I, I, I thought probably I was mistaken about. And it seems that the seminar you went to was also, it also proved me wrong on that level. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was like nobody, like Steven Seagal didn't ask anyone to leave that punch hanging and he even criticized people for doing that as far as I understand, right? Yeah, it's, um, there, there is the, uh, I think the video of one of the, the class is actually up on YouTube to watch mm-hmm. uh, uh, somewhere. Um, but um, yeah, he did actually. I, I remember after the after one of the uh, the sessions. Um, well, uh, at the start, sorry, when he started, he was talking about uh, retracting, uh, basically punching um, uh, fast and pulling it back fast as well, and um, uh, and trying to practice that way. Actually, the technique that we're doing was kind of irrelevant. It was more about mm. actually the strike. And getting out of the way of strike and entering, and really what we were doing, the technique. There were several, but that was the theme throughout, really. Um, and um, uh, I, I remember after I think one of the sessions, it, it, probably about four minutes in or something, he stopped the he stopped the class and basically said to everyone, "Well, I'm still seeing some of you, just leaving your your punches hanging out there." And to be honest, even by the end of the seminar, they'll still some people that are doing that anyway, but you know, old habits die hard, and uh, you know, there's going to be some people that have done that for so long that um, you know, it's 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 difficult to kind of uh, change your way of thinking. And um, uh, you know, you you watch um, you watch the video back, and there is still people doing that, but yeah. he did categorically say not to do it. Right, that's great. That's that's something I was very impressed, and uh, I appreciate it because that's a heavy criticism I have for the Aikido training methodology. I can, I can see a point and that's like, I try to explain to myself. So why was I taught this way and why am I teaching my students this way? And, and I would say, okay, well, you're learning about the punch line and uh, the line of attack and then you step out. But that's like 
probably like for the first few times afterwards, you have to retract because it changes the dynamics so much. And I would criticize it heavily. And it's really, it's really pleasant to hear that, that Steven Seagal says he was also very, very much against the arm out. So I'm, I'm very happy to hear about that. And, and you also mentioned there was even like some catch wrestling done, uh, something like that. Yeah, I think like some of the, um, uh, the uh, whether you call it catch wrestling or jujitsu, I mean, the, uh, the uh, I mean, he had some of the chokes and neck cranks, mm. um, uh, uh, you know, um, and we're, we're, we're doing some of that from uh, Iriminagi um, or Rimi Entry anyway. Um, so it, it was, it was, it was going through some of, some of that. Um, and I think it was, it was quite, it, it was, it was a good, I mean, for some people, I think that was the first time they've never done anything like that. Um, uh, I mean, I've had that experience before, but it, I think for a lot of people, it was something quite new, and I think a lot of people liked it. Um, but I thought it was it was it was really good because he was he was showing the various possibilities. So even if you uh, were entering in for maybe uh, you know you're planning on doing cold geese, but you can switch it to something else, or you can strike. It's it's you shouldn't be fixed in that position and just doing that specific thing that you pre-planned to do um but uh like i say it was the, the main thing was uh, trying to get people to to punch correctly um one of the things that you might uh, you know you, you might come across actually when you're watching the videos as well is that some uh is well there's still it's still broken down in that methodology of well there's still someone could throw a second punch mm -hmm. people were still struggling with the first one right. <laughs> so um it, it, i i think it's like you say it, it's um it, it's a step-by-step -step process i think and i think it's uh it's like turning around a tanker ship it, it takes time and i think uh it's just one of these things that i suppose we'll see uh, you know uh, what happens with it but as far as i understand from our conversation from our previous conversation uh, combinations of strikes were addressed at least it wasn't yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it didn't, um, it, it wasn't like he just didn't cover it. He, he, he right. did actually look at, uh, for example, you've got, um, you know, a punch and then a, and then a, a kick or a kick and then a punch. I can't, I can't remember which way around it was, but mm. uh, either way, he was looking at these sort of things and um, and addressing that. Even in the, because um, uh, obviously we had, it wasn't just um, Steven Seagal teaching, there was also... Um, uh, Samuel Kwok, he's one of the grandmasters who, who, who took the um, Wing Chun um, uh, seminar as well. So he, he was taking uh, some um, uh, some classes there. Uh, so and he'd actually covered uh, a couple of strikes as well and, and talking about that. So it, it was it was touched on, um, but uh, the majority of it was. I think we did. Um, I think one of the other Aikido. Uh, teachers did actually uh, cover one of the techniques I think with it as well I think it was um, something like a Riminagi if you're if entering in and then and then a second uh, strike comes and how you deal with that so it, it, it was it was talked about yeah mm. well a few more things that this, uh, stuck with me what you mentioned is uh, one of them is you mentioned that Steven Seagal uh, apparently uh, promoted or encouraged cross training, which is, if it's true, it's something I'm very happy to hear as well because 
I think it's it's a bit of an issue that some some Aikido schools have. So was that was that addressed? That question? Yeah. Well, well, it was actually when we had um, uh, uh, it was one of the questions that I, I asked when we you know, they had the instructors meeting, um, mm. and uh, which I thought was really good because he's he's very open to questions and he did he did put it out to people anyone if anyone's mm. got any questions. And one of the things that I'd asked was. Um, uh, from my impression, because obviously he's invited someone to, to teach Wing Chun and he's opened it up to other um, uh, martial artists. So obviously that's kind of insinuating that right. you know, he's encouraging um, um, cross training. So I said, you know, is this something um, that you uh, want us to do? And he kind of reiterated it, uh, reiterated the point that, you know, people need to be learning how to strike. And it's something that's um, uh, been lost um, uh, uh, you know, before the, if you look back at the roots of Aikido in uh, uh, Dai Kuru, uh, you know it was all uh, it was all strikes. All the techniques were based on um, uh, um, atemi. So um, he said, uh, you know, really that's what we should be um, looking at. The, the reason that it got diluted later on was it was post-war and because of the, um, the war and how they had to kind of um, uh, dilute a lot of the techniques. Um, and it just it's just ended up staying like that. Mm. Well, actually, that's something else I wanted to uh, to ask about. And uh, is you mentioned a couple of times that uh, that there was a special meeting with Sinisigal for the instructors to to talk about various questions. And so, could you tell a, a little bit more about how that happened, why that happened, and what what else did you speak about? Um, it was just really, I think it was just a meeting just to, 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 to tell the instructors that they, they need to really, um, uh, you know, take, take everything from what he's giving in the seminar and take it back to their own dojos and mm. start practicing this type of uh, um, uh, um, stuff. And, um, and he'd, uh, you know, he was saying how important it is that we, um, you know, we do try and make um, Aikido uh, practical and um, uh, and like what I said, how it's um, a lot of it's been lost in translation. Uh, um, I did actually ask another question about um, you know how far do we go where it doesn't uh, no longer becomes Aikido anymore. Mm. But he said um, he said well you know everything's there already. It's just a matter of uh, you know. Um, understanding how it fits all it all fits in like with the you know with the footwork the entries um, and uh, but I think the impression that I got is is, is wanting to start from uh, the ground up and then just you know initially getting people to to strike first and, and mm. start there and then get you know the, the first thing really like um, was, I don't know if it, I think it was one of the other um, instructors actually when when um, because uh, Steve Scully, it, it emphasised that uh, everything should be in, in the basics. So obviously we're learning, um, you know, uh, Tai Sabaki or from Tai Henko, you know, basic movements, and it's about getting offline, um, and that's what we're, we're practicing a lot of, a lot of getting offline. And so that's the main thing is just not getting, not getting hit really. Um, so yeah um uh, I, I think the the going back to what you were saying about the instructors i think the the main thing was really just emphasizing to them you know you need to take take this back um uh, practice it in your, your own dojos and also like i say open the floor up for for questions he did actually um 
give the opportunity for uh, some of the um, at the end of the seminar as well for everyone to ask questions as well. So it wasn't mm-hmm. just uh, it wasn't just reserved for instructors. It, it did it did open up for everyone. Nice. Yeah, that sounds great. That, that sounds very great. That that it's that was that was offered. I think it, it would be very easy to just come teach, go out, but it does generally feel from what you're saying that he cares about, he still cares about Aikido and he's trying to make a difference, which, which, yeah, I'm very, I'm very impressed to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's the, that's the impression that I got. And I suppose the, um, because it's, it's only, it's only a weekend. So there's only so much you can do. And yeah. in terms, because there's other people teaching as well. And I know they're kind of all, um, uh, going along the same sort of theme but um you know there's only so much that you can really cover so really what would be interesting to see is in future seminars and he did actually say this and uh, that he would plan on putting together more uh, more frequent seminars mm. uh, and to see if there's any sort of uh, progression really in terms of right okay we've worked on this aspect uh, where can we build it from uh, from here and i think that will be um well, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. Right. Cool. 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 And uh, just a couple more things that, that I still wanted to ask about. And one you mentioned specifically, yes, uh, when, when we spoke, that uh, there was there was a, there was talk uh, talking about te- some techniques being not really kind of techniques like martial techniques, but rather for principles uh, versus other ones being more practical. Uh, so can you just tell more about that? Yeah, um, I did um, I did ask that. I, I, that was one of the questions that I asked was about, um, there was a seminar that he'd um, done in Bishkek, I think it was. There's, again, there's a, a video on YouTube of him doing that seminar. And in the same, same thing, he's, he's, he's saying a similar thing about Making sure that people punch correctly, and um, uh, but anyway, in that seminar, he does uh, mention that um, that there's certain techniques that are only uh, for practice, or they're there to teach you a principle, uh, uh, rather than it being an actual uh, martial technique. Um, whereas there's others that have a lot more sort of practicality behind them. Um, but my question to him was, um, you know, how how do you define these? Um, and he did say that he would cover it in the seminar itself. Um, now, obviously, we covered some. By that, I don't know whether he meant that he's going to be showing me only the, or, or showing us only the, the the practical aspects. But obviously, we didn't do an extent, extensive list of techniques. There was only a, a certain amount that we did. Hmm. And uh, yeah. um, he, he didn't, as such, say. These are the ones that are only mm-hmm. for, uh, for for practice. Maybe I should have been a bit clearer in the way that I asked mm-hmm. the question. But it's just, uh, although I, it's, it sounds interesting that he would, because that's, to be honest, my impression as well about some Aikido techniques, that some of them don't really make that much sense. And so there, one way to look at it is to consider that uh, they're more for learning principles rather than seeing them as oh, all Aikido techniques are equal and all of them are about uh, being able to, to immobilize the other person or, or et cetera, et cetera. So it sounds like uh, Steven Seagal also has that type of perspective that, that not all techniques are equal and 
and some of them are are more kind of real techniques and some of them are more just kind of learning tools yeah i, th I think that's, that's the impression that i got and also the fact that there's certain techniques that might be designed for people who are taller and certain techniques that are for, for short people you know right. there's you know someone who's uh, you know, is really tall is going to struggle to do koshinagi against uh, someone who's really small. It doesn't. It don't really make sense. There's there's better techniques that they could do. Um, so, mm. um, I, I think um, uh, like I say, it, 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 we didn't really go to really go too much into that. Um, if I ever attend another seminar, I'll probably try and be a bit clearer if I ask that. Question. <laughs> well, I mean, but you're, you, I think you're right in saying, I mean, there's just, there, apparently there were so many people and uh, just, I, I'm sure there was an abundance of questions. And so, yeah, it's, it's almost impossible to, to well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it feels lucky just to get a few questions in anyway. Yeah. So, sure, it's sure, like, sure. I've got a few in. Nice. Well, just a couple more questions about about the seminar, and then uh, we can move on to a couple of other things. But um, one thing which I was, in a way, quite vocal uh, about, and uh, I had this impression of hearing negative feedback about uh, Steven Seagal's uh, kind of character, personality. But then uh, what I enjoyed hearing from you was that you had a chance to, to bump into him or to talk to him and you had a very good impression apparently. Yeah. Um, we, uh, there was, well, there was two, two, uh, two incidents when one, um, when, uh, we were having, it was like the, uh, I think it was on the first, was it on the first evening? Um, uh, yeah, it was the first evening if you like with the opening, uh, when everyone was there, um, and uh, he was he was sat down. He was taking, uh, you know, doing signatures for people and that type of stuff. People were giving him uh, gifts and and what have you. And um, uh, yeah, um, we um, uh, I'd, I'd uh, had a set of uh, you know my Indian clubs that I'd uh, uh, given him as well. And uh, we had a bit of a chat about that. And um, but he, he seemed he seemed quite um, he seemed quite pleasant um, uh, when. Um, We'd also, uh, the other time was when we were having our photographs taken of uh, the different countries. And I was the only person from England there. So, so I was the <laughs> only one that went. Uh, went <laughs> That's so, funny. So I sat, sat next to him and, um, yeah, and he asked which part of uh, England I was from. And uh, I said near Leeds. And I know he, he, he plays in a band as well. So yeah. um, mm -hmm. he says, oh, you know, sometimes that he goes and uh, plays there. And, mm. Yeah. So I mean, you know, a small talk, but um, uh, like I say, seems seem quite pleasant. Um, I mean, you know, obviously he's a, cel a celebrity, and there's still that, you know, it, he didn't like, um, he didn't want everyone, I didn't want anyone filming, um, for example, the seminar. Mm -hmm. uh, and at first, I was I was wondering, well, you know, why why did he what? But I, I could kind of understand it because the other the other people were allowing filming, the other uh, instructors. And a lot of the time, people had their, you know, the mobiles in the hand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it was just, and I can imagine, obviously, if he did allow filming, everyone would have their mobile, and they wouldn't. Really right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of, you know, at first, before I'd actually thought about it, I thought, well, oh, why wouldn't you allow it? And you know, why why is it being? It seems a bit, um, 
you know unnecessarily uh, unnecessary but um i think in you know in in hindsight after uh, mm. i could kind of see the sense in it why, why you wouldn't uh, allow it so mm. um, yeah but apart from that like i say seemed uh, he seemed quite quite a nice uh, nice guy i think he i think he might get a bit of a hard time off the media um, but yeah what i what, I, what i've seen it, it, it seemed quite pleasant to me mm. yeah it's a very good point you you, you said about the video i as you mentioned that it wasn't allowed to film, I, I was also thinking what what could be the reason. But what you what you say really makes sense. Like as an example, sometimes when I go to a concert, it's just ridiculous that people are not enjoying the concert, the music. Just everyone is just filming <laughs> the the concert, and and it feels like they're not in the experience. So if if Steven Seagal always have he knows from experience that everybody just will want to, there's this kind of new trend. I want to show you that I have seen this person. I want to show you that I've been there. And if everybody's on their phones, yeah, sure. It would ruin a lot of the experience of the martial art, learning martial art itself. So, so if that, if that's the case, it would make total sense. And I guess there should be some truth to that. And also in terms of being secret, uh, it doesn't seem like that would be the case either because you, you, you sent me the link where it's published on YouTube, like a big part of the seminar, as far as I see. Yeah, well, well that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not even edited to the point where the, you know, the camera is shaking around. <laughs> and literally yeah. just whoever's filmed it, um, they, they, they had, they had set pe um, a few people filming mm. um, and the, you know, and they were the only ones that were allowed to film. Um, and yeah, obviously they've put up one of the um, the videos. I think there was uh, there was obviously the um, the association that that uh, ran the um, the event, um, and uh, they've they've put up the uh, you know they've put up various clips on uh, on and pictures on Facebook as well. So uh, yeah, it may it doesn't. I don't think it was like some sort of secret. Oh no, you can't yeah. see this. It was just. It, it, I think it was more for practical reasons, really. Sure. Than, uh, yeah, awesome. makes sense. Makes sense. And you also mentioned, uh, I guess, that the, that being celebrity was felt, and it was a bit maybe burdening him. Like everybody probably is drooling around him and wanting his attention. And would 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 that happen? Would you see that? Or yeah, I, I think. Um, I, I mean, I, you can tell that, that everyone wants to get their photo with him. Everyone wants to to see him. Everyone wants to kind of be near him. When uh, you know, so it's like, I think it's like with any celebrities. You, sure. you know, that. So uh, I don't know. The um, well, it's hard to say what what he's thinking. But I think mm. generally the, the the point that I think when he when he had the meeting with the instructors that is obviously he's doing this for the purpose of uh, you know Aikido and. Um, yeah. Teams, um, you know, I even said, would you consider doing a seminar in England? And he said, uh, you know, he said he'd think about it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's um, that's what you'd expect from a celebrity. So. Sure, sure. Well, in, in summary, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. I'm very happy I had a chance to, like, obviously, it would be nice to to have been participated my to have participated myself but just already to hear you sharing your direct experience from the seminar it's it, it gives some nice insights and again i was impressed and happy to hear that some of the themes that i tried to push 
through my channel uh, of just encouraging cross training, being critical about uh, Aikido, specifically the the punching and not being afraid of different techniques. And so just uh, quite a few themes uh, seems to have been touched there as well. And, and just to hear that uh, it's, it's, it feels like Steven Seagal is still uh, interested in Aikido and uh, is interested to... Um, is eager to, to look at the flaws of it, to, to, to try to help it evolve. It's, it's great to hear that. I, I didn't expect that, honestly. So, so I'm very happy to, to hear all of that. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think what is, is, is you know, is, is wanting to improve the practice of, well, how people are practicing Aikido. And um, I mean, even uh, in, in that clip, uh, in the video on, on YouTube, you know, you can see that he, he, he has the, um, Makawara out for, for people to, to strike mm. and, you know he literally got everyone up there um, spent about half an hour or whatever it was uh, getting everyone just to take it in turns everyone was lining up to and he just wanted to see them hit it and um, you know he uh, um, he's, he, he was saying that um, I think he says 90% of the people there need to work on the strikes because it, it says, you know they're not they're not hitting properly yeah. Um, so um, yeah, he, he kind of I think just wanted to point out, and you can if you watch the video, you can see it. You know, there's um, how people are, how people are hitting it, and you know, even after he's told them not to pull or to pull the punches back, still when they're hitting it, a lot of them were still leaving right. it out. Um, you know, uh, there's uh, there's there was one girl as well. Um, uh, She'd uh, um, felt a bit sorry for her actually because uh, you know when she hit it, she hit it very very softly. Um, but you know, and he, he mentioned at the end um, that uh, you know the reason for this is because she's never hit anything, she's never thrown a punch before. And um, and he said, you know, this is just something you can build it up gradually, but it's just step by step, and you can uh, just uh, she can just work on it. Um, and he just said, this is just something that everyone, he says, needs to just practice. He actually said every day as well. He says, people need to be practicing this. So. Nice. Cool. Well, cool. Thank you very much for, for being open to, to talk about that, for, for sharing it. And, um, but uh, still, as we still have some time, uh, there's at least one more thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, moving away from the seminar. Uh, so just in general, uh, you, mentioned and definitely i know that you are doing hema uh probably not everyone even knows what hema is it's his how do you how do you ex- historical european martial arts so um yeah. basically it encompasses it's an encompassing term for um a lot of different martial systems in um in europe essentially so uh it can be anything from you know long sword saber um, uh, you know, wrestling. There's all sorts of different uh, styles. It's um, you know, it's, it's. I think it's impossible for one person to do everything. It's encompassing it, so much. Uh, but yeah, I've. I've um, uh, I mean, you've met you've met Colin, um, and uh, he was the one who uh, got me into um, a lot of it with um, <laughs> long sword and saber. Um, so yeah, he's who I learned off. Um, and um, yeah, I've, I've been yeah I've been into that for uh, several several years. It's just something that um, I do on do on the side really. Um, but what I try to do is 
incorporate some of the uh, the concepts that I've learned from there. And there's there's actually a lot that you can take from that, um, and which does benefit um, you know my aikido. Mm. Well, what probably what not everybody knows, and what impressed me a lot about Hima is that it's not just uh, form based, but there's also sparring and in a way uh, pressure testing. Uh, so, can you say a few words about that? How 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 does it feel? What benefits do you find from that? And uh, and how does Hima, with both form and pressure testing, how does it affect your aikido? Yeah, I think well, yeah, because like you say, it's got the, uh, the the form there. So in the same way that you would with Aikido, have your kata or you know kumijo, uh, um, uh, kumitachis, this type of thing. You, you've got you've got a similar sort of thing in 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 uh, Hema. The only difference is is then you're actually then looking at putting that into to sparring, um, and um, I think uh, the way that you know, after I'd, I'd practiced uh, with, uh, uh, after, uh, you know, with, with Colin and going to, a, um, um, you know, having that experience, I, I think I looked at it from the Aikido angle and I thought, well, um, you know, how could we look at this with the, with the weapons? So I, I tried to use the same sort of methodology in terms of um, trying to break it down in the sense that we've, you know, we've got the, the set patterns, if you like, or routines that we do, but then you might change something um, so you, you you know where you you might have one attack that you're doing and then the other person might react different ways to that one attack and then you've got to just react to that so it's not exactly if you like it's an artificial way of sparring um, but you're kind of putting in an unknown quantity in there um, to um, to react to and then uh, so then it's kind of stimulating a, if you like a, a natural re reaction um, and I think um, that's the way I found to, to try and build it up. And I think that's something, um, uh, you know, I work, I work on, I try and work on with uh, my students and I think eventually I'll try and put some videos out relating to mm. how to, uh, how we go about it really. Um, and how we kind of look at the Kumitachis and try and, uh, or the Kumijo and try and make it work in, in, in that sort of setting. Because then I think the thing is as well, what you realize with the sparring, there's a lot, of, uh, again, well, going back, I suppose it links back to what we we're talking about before, mm -hmm. uh, some stuff that's teaching principles and there's some things that, um, you, you're not going to be able to do, um, uh, you know, and there's some stuff that you know that guarantee it will work. So, um, uh, you know, for example, with the, um, with the sparring, I think, majority of the times if you're sparring in the same using the same sort of methodology of how they do with it do it with HEMA in the sense that if you uh, get a full blown strike onto someone you kind of separate off um, mm. usually you'd find that there's probably about I'd say at most maybe three four engagements at most before either you're finding that someone's either got hit um, your uh, uh, your naturally kind of uh, parting away from each other, or you've gone into some sort of uh, grapple, uh, and I think it's it's one of those aspects. It's very um, you know it, you're not going to end up doing something like the thirty one count Carter or something where it's going to drag on for a, a long time. This is mm -hmm. just teaching how things um, 
I think what it, it's teaching you is how things can join from one to another and you can kind of join things together. That's all it's showing you really. But in reality, that's is thing. I was saying with the, 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 the sword as well, it's not going to last that long. Um, and if you watch any sort of HEMA uh, bouts, you'll see it doesn't, uh, you know, there'll be a lot of kind of stand, uh, standoffs where you're kind of waiting for the other person to maybe initiate or you're kind of trying to suss out the other person. But as soon as that engagement happens, uh, it's over quite quickly um, in some way or for, uh, uh, way other. Cool. Cool. Well, that brings me just to one more question and uh, uh, thing to talk about. And that's uh, the project, the idea that you came up with and that I'm interested in, invested in into as well. So uh, looking at an event of uh, what we call East meets west like looking at mm, traditional eastern martial arts like aikido and and weapon side of it and then hima and maybe some catch wrestling and other things so can you elaborate a bit more about this uh, idea so that people could know what we're um, working on yeah a, um, a few years ago um uh, uh colin fieldhouse and i we um uh, we ran a seminar uh, together. Um, it was only for a day and it was quite small, probably about, um, I think it was only about 20 people there. Uh, but it was a mixture of um, uh, those, um, obviously people from my Aikido school and then obviously from his uh, um, HEMA club. Um, but then there was also some people from Jiu-Jitsu and I think Taekwondo and you know, various other individuals that were just interested in what we're doing. Um, so basically opened it up to everyone and uh, we covered a bit of um, you know what we're doing in um, Aikido uh, various aspects we're, we're, for this one we're actually mainly concentrating on the weapons um, and uh, Colin also uh, did his part as well and we kind of linked the two together and everyone was uh, cross-training together so um, it was just it was just really really good to get you know the different martial artists together and uh and you know people can uh, learn from each other so um yeah it was uh, it, what what we're thinking about doing is um uh, something similar maybe on a larger scale um mm. and maybe having something where we'll have uh you know give people the option so you have one map maybe looking at just uh, specifically the body techniques another map looking at weapons um and uh, but then throughout the day whether we do it for a day two days uh, I haven't really decided yet, but um, we'll, we'll cover um, uh, you know various various different things. So from from grappling, maybe either looking at from we could look at jujitsu, we could look at catch wrestling. So we're looking at both uh, Western and Eastern um, martial arts, and then we'll, same for the uh, weapons, such as uh, you know maybe long sword. Look at look at the uh, East and look at the West, and um, you know. Um, and how, how they work together really. So yeah, I just thought it would be quite an interesting uh, project that we could look at. And I think there's, generally, I think there's, like I've learned a lot from HEMA and um, a lot of the stuff that I know in Aikido actually benefited me going into HEMA. You know, when I've entered uh, competitions, I've done quite well in the sense, and that's, a lot of that's come from, um, uh, my previous background as well in Aikido because a lot of the, the principles you can, you can use um, uh, there's a lot of things that you find that you have a slight edge over people with so uh, I think it, you know same with like what we've taught previously you know cross training is always good and uh, and you're always going to learn something uh, something new
Cool. And if we do this event, if it happens, uh, what would be more or less, when would be, when would it be more or less and where so that people could um, expect it? I think we'll probably be, um, look at it uh, around here in West Yorkshire. Um, and um, uh, obviously, we're, you know, we're, we're speaking with Colin about this at the moment, seeing how uh, logistics and, uh, you know, what's, what's the best way uh, to do it. Um, I think probably um, we could maybe look at something over around the summertime. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I, I know, well, it, I, I suppose it really depends on what other, because I know Colin, um, he runs another seminar. I think that's in um, February, if I remember rightly, February, March time. Um, and then I have a few commitments over summer. So really, I suppose it's, it's um it's fitting in between then really and obviously it, it, with yourself as well mm. uh, i know you're going to be in the uh, states and what other commitments you might have so i suppose we'll, you know between us we'll we'll have a look at what's the best um, best times and really work with that cool great very good i'm excited so good uh, that well these were my main questions uh i think i definitely got plenty from our conversation i think people will as well many things to think about to discuss about uh before we finish up anything else you wanted to add uh for the record um nothing really i suppose if, if it's just um i suppose maybe for uh people who might be interested in this type of thing what uh if there was anything specific people would like to to see um i think from my perspective i was thinking of looking at uh, um, groundwork standing and also uh, weapons as well but you know mm. if there's anything uh, i suppose it'll be interesting to see what uh, your audience uh, would like to see yeah sure it does sound like a great idea though to to cover all ranges so so ground basically resting close clinch then body work is kind of in the middle and then weapons you make the long distance it's 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 quite intriguing to to cover all the different distances in different ways east west in one in one event that's that's awesome and but yeah, I'll 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 add to I'll, I'll say the same thing what you said. If anybody's interested to have some ideas or some some requests of what else would be on this on the event should be on the event, it, it would be great to hear. So I, I definitely agree with that. Good. And the very very last thing, if people would like to, if they're in the area, they want to meet you, they want to train with you, or just learn more about your dojo, where can they find you? Um, well, we've got a website, uh, ikeflow.uk, uh, you can find us on there. Um, I've got a YouTube channel as well, which is uh, ikeflow as well, so you can find mm. us on there, contact me, just let me know. Yeah. And you mentioned maybe some more videos will come out on your channel soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, what, I've, what we've been doing is concentrating a lot on the um, uh, basics uh, at the moment with a, a lot of the, the weapons, but I think in the new in the new year the plans to to concentrate a lot on the weapon sparring side of things. Um, one thing to look out for will be um, I'm getting some custom made um, katanas, which we talked about for sparring, which uh, is I, I haven't really seen any anyone do that. Um, obviously, they've got it with longsword, but this is something that we're wanting to bring in with the um, uh, you know with what we're doing. So yeah. Um, We'll and you mean 
And just to make sure everybody got it, uh, you mean like not like foam katanas, but like yes, like not like iron. Foam. So, so basically, similar like with the um, uh, there's there's a video on our channel of um, uh, sparring with like long swords, um, sabers, and uh, the tie, uh, you know, double tie sword as well. Mm. Uh, but so we kind of like I say cross train with different weapons. But one thing. Um, that you'd find difficult to find is a katana that actually people spar with because what you find obviously with the katana because it's it's designed to be rigid so when it comes to thrusting there's no sort of flex it's it's just hard (laughs) (laughs) obviously you've you've seen the swords that we spar with um in hema where they've got um they've got a little bit of flex not to the extent of like a, a wushu sword where it's all wobbly but it's got a little bit of flex so when you when it comes to thrusting it has a little bit of give and um that's what what i'm looking at getting with the um uh, katanas that i'm getting made um and also with the handle just having it slightly safer as well to spar with um so uh, um, with the hilt, sorry, so uh, uh, people's knuckles aren't getting hit. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, in the new year, um, I'll look at doing uh, some videos relating to that, and um, yeah, see where it goes from there. Cool. I'm looking forward. Good. Well, thank you again for the time. Thank you for the talk. If anybody has questions, I'm sure they can you know write in the comments. Hopefully, you'll see a few of them and you can answer. <laughs> I'll try to answer as well so good well thank you again and then i'll press the stop recording now and then i we can still have a few more words